Hey friends, welcome to episode 92 of the Adoption Connection podcast. This is a very special day here at the Adoption Connection because today, July 7th, is the official book release date for Lisa's new book that she wrote with the late Dr. Karen Purvis called The Connected Parent, Real Life Strategies for Building Trust and Attachment. Lisa, your book, it's out in the world. I can't believe it. It's like so amazing. Like, I don't know whether to laugh or cry, right? Like, it's like the huge fulfillment of this long hoped for moment, you know, that I've spent years working toward this. You know, Dr. Purvis and I started writing this in 2012. So to have this actually happen, it's it's like a dream come true, right? It's like the longest paper pregnancy ever. I mean, this is like longer than even the longest adoption process, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A friend of mine happened to see the book in a bookstore and she said, I've seen the book in the wild, you know, that's kind of how it feels like forever. It was just living on computer screens. And then we saw the manuscript and then I got an early release copy and I could hold it in my hands. But to think it's actually out there in stores, is just, it's fantastic. It feels amazing. And I'm really, really excited. Okay. So if you're as excited as we are about this book, we would love for you to join our virtual dance party for Lisa. We're celebrating over in our private Facebook group at theadoptionconnection.com slash Facebook. And we would love for you to come over and drop your favorite dancing gif to help Lisa celebrate. And I have really exciting news because I have five copies of the book to give away, which I just can't even believe. I'm so happy. I cannot wait for you to have this book. So everybody who drops a GIF in those comments, or if you want to leave a smiley face or whatever you want to leave, everybody who leaves a comment on that post will be entered in a drawing to win one of the five books of The Connected Parent. Yes. So you have to be in the U.S. to win. And you can also leave one of those fun congratulation words because then when Lisa opens that post, it will confetti all over her screen. Oh, that's neat. I've never seen that. Yes, please leave one of those. I'd love to see it. Okay. So to join the dance party and enter the giveaway, again, all you have to do is go to the adoptionconnection.com slash Facebook. And then you can also get your copy of the book if you haven't already pre-ordered it at Lisa's website, which is onethankfulmom.com slash book. Welcome to the Adoption Connection podcast, where we share resources by and for adoptive and foster moms. I'm Lisa Qualls. And this is Melissa Corkum. Don't worry, we get it and we're here for you. Today is a Mentor Moments episode where we answer a listener question. These episodes give you a chance to join the conversation and guarantee we're providing the most helpful tools and resources for exactly where you are. Today's question is... Can you talk about how to determine an appropriate level of interaction with birth family when adopted kids have permission and ability to have contact, but parents are either in prison, actively addicted, or just unreliable? Oh, this is such a hard question. And I read it a while ago, and we've been kind of sitting on it because I wanted to give it some thought. You and me both agree, Lisa, that the first and number one thing is always safety, right? We have to do the things that keep everyone safe. But that being said, as an adoptee and you, Lisa, as a birth mom, we feel really strongly about 
this level of interaction and keeping it alive whenever possible. Right. And I, I think too, um, this can change over time. You know, parents may be healthier or less healthy, in jail, out of jail, clean, sober, not. I think it requires a lot of flexibility on the part of adoptive parents, which is also really fatiguing because, you know, it is in our nature to, and I think it's a good thing, we are meant to protect our children from harm. But birth family is a really special, it's a special relationship for kids. Even if their parents weren't well enough to care for them, they still love them. And even if their actions have seemed otherwise, I think there's still most often, you know, some love there. And so even when it's hard for us, I think we have to support that as much as is possible within safety for our kids. Yeah. And it's hard because sometimes the line is blurry. Like if our kids really struggle behaviorally after a visit, you know, sometimes we think like, is this still good for them? But I think that's all part, again, of processing, obviously much easier said than done. Having clear expectations going into a visit for yourself, for knowing how your children normally react before or after a visit is important. But, you know, there's lots of different ways to foster interaction too. You know, we have technology. So, you know, maybe it's a video call. Uh, Maybe it's letters back and forth or or texting. Um, And then if you do in-person visits, especially if you're kind of wary of the relationship or if sometimes visits go south pretty quickly, one really great tip is to, one, always meet in a third-party location, a public location, but also be really clear for your kid's sake and for the birth mom, like how long that that visit's going to be. So it could be as short as a 15 minute ice cream cone. And maybe that's all everyone can handle before it starts to go south. And the goal would be to have interactions that stay positive. And so if they can only stay positive for a short period of time, then go for that. And again, it's a season. It might ebb and flow and change. And you might get to a point where you can do an hour-long meal instead of a 15-minute ice cream cone. But keeping that interaction open is important. We just have to have boundaries for safety. Right. And I think, you know, with parents who are less safe or less stable, those boundaries are just going to have to be higher. And then it requires a little more creativity, like setting, doing it with technology, but not in a way where the parent or sibling or whomever can contact our child back that has to come through us. You know, I'm talking right now about when kids are younger, especially, you know, the birth family may not be safe enough or predictable enough to allow that back and forth. And so you can set it up in a way that safeguards your child, I think. And, you know, hopefully the birth family will be a really important and good part of our children's lives because, you know, our kids came from their birth families and we want to honor and respect that relationship. No matter what, we want to honor and respect the relationship, even if the parent isn't safe enough at that time or healthy enough to see their child. So we want to be really gentle and positive in the way we speak about them. And then, yeah, give do as much with a visit as you can. Yeah. And I think the high structure, high nurture kind of applies to this too. You know, the high nurture thing is making sure that we maintain 
this relationship, but the visits might need some structure. So maybe sitting around a table, you know, where there's like open conversation is not a good idea. So maybe it's a game of mini golf or a game of bowling, something where you're active, where there's kind of rules to follow, there's structure. And again, it has an end, a natural ending. So, yep. Well, if you would like to submit a question for a future episode, you can always reach us via email at email at theadoptionconnection.com. We also love hearing your voice and our listeners love hearing other listener voices as well. So if you want to record your question, you can do that by calling 208-741-3880. No one picks up that line. doesn't ring anywhere. It's just a recording hotline. So feel free to call it day or night. And then if you need more personalized help, for any type of situation, we do offer private coaching. You can grab a complimentary coaching call at theadoptionconnection.com slash services. Before you go, we'd love to connect with you on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram as The Adoption Connection. Thanks so much for listening. We love having you. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a quick review over on iTunes. It will help us reach more moms who may be feeling alone. And remember, until next week, you're a good mom doing good work, and we're here for you. The music for the podcast is called New Day and was created by Lee Rosevere.